0: Welcome to the Reclaiming Hope podcast. This is episode 16, and we have another guest today. So this is Dom Mitchell. Well, hello. A.K.A. Haley's husband. (laughs) So uh, when we started this, we knew that we were going to do something like Mm -hmm. this at some point to have a guy perspective, a husband perspective um, in the infertility and loss um, journey. So it's exciting that you're here. Dom sets all of our stuff up, and then we usually... (laughs) <clears throat> excuse me kick him out of the basement it's true um, guys
1: it's true so,
0: <laughs> so he gets to stay in the basement today and have a conversation with us so
1: yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm super excited to be here because you guys help so many people all the time um Thanks. and watching like the videos back it's just incredibly surreal like how much content you guys covered and so many things went into it that I had no idea was <laughs> even like a thing or an emotion or something that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis, um, the longevity of it all. So it is, its it has been a blessing to me. So thank you guys for having me on, and thank you for being able to do this. Seriously. Takes I appreciate blood. it. Mm-hmm.
0: Appreciate it. He
2: yeah. also edits most of it as well. So <laughs> We yes. appreciate your tech guy. Yeah, you know, your so. service. I get the, the first yeah.
1: uh, sneak peek of all the episodes. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, um, just a few topics to go off, like, just off the top. Um, These are the big things that kind of, um, that we noticed were, I guess you would say, like, the hard hitters of the first things that we just initially noticed of, from my perspective, versus your guys' perspective as Mm -hmm. uh, wives. Um, So, the first one being, like, moments of grief. So, in my perspective what I've noticed is grief is incredibly different from how you guys experience it. And you can correct me at any point if I am wrong. So (laughs) so like for, I've noticed for you guys, mostly the grief will come in like on like the due date or uh, certain dates of like when you went there, when you see an actual like pregnant person, uh, maybe holding a baby, you get like a little emotional. Is this Mm -hmm. correct so far? yes yes okay and it's interesting because me on as the father of the baby is i don't see a pregnant lady and say oh my wife was pregnant Mm -hmm. what actually grieves me is when i see an eight-year-old and i see an eight-year-old with their father and that he maybe is playing catch or maybe a 10-year-old kid comes up to me and says hey like man like you're just like my dad or you you know you're Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. this or it's really fun to be around you so it's not the infancy portion that grieves us or at least me and i do want to do a disclaimer i'm not the spokesperson for all men (laughs) (laughs) this is just my story just Mm -hmm. like each lady is different each male would be different um but from my perspective the grief kind of the grief hits me when it's someone who's older uh, uh either like that could be a daughter or could be a son yeah. um to someone else that's when those moments where I have to sit back and re- and like reflect and go man okay mm-hmm. I I almost like I almost had this and um and it's not out of an envy or even a jealousy it's more out of a respect and an honor so now when I see parents of children it's not like oh, get your kids out of here, or they're just kids. It's like, man, what a blessing to Mm -hmm. be able Mm -hmm. to teach them lessons and to encourage the next generation. Um, So that's where the grief really hits me as a husband is not when I'm holding a baby or see someone who's pregnant. And I know a a lot of the challenge for you ladies is you may see someone pregnant, and you're like, why doesn't that bother you? (laughs) And I'm like, "It, it doesn't. Like, I, it only bothers me that it hurts your emotions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, like, the next thing I want to touch yeah. on is, like, dealing with our emotions simultaneously. Because, one, with women and, like, with you ladies, emotions hit very, like, strong and right away. And yeah. you usually either have to, like, talk it out. And if you're not talking it out, you're, like, holding in. And it affects most parts of your day. But as a male and, like, as a man... From since before we can crawl, we have to like bottle everything and not Mm -hmm. out of, um, not out of in like an embarrassment thing, but it's more like when you grow up, it's like, okay, you have to be a man, pull up your bootstraps, like get it together. And you have your moments to yourself to where you're like, okay, now is the time where I can grieve. Mm -hmm. And when you're supposed to be the anchor for someone, especially your wife, your heart is geared toward her first because mm-hmm. she's the most valuable thing to you as a husband. So when you're sad in our minds we're thinking we can't be sad right now because we have to cater to you. And it's not out of a you're helpless, it's out of we need like we feel the need to protect you. If mm-hmm. someone comes in our house, I'm going to go fight the bad guy. I'm not sending my wife to do it. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting <laughs> seeing like emotions and grief has almost been like the bad guy. And it's like, I have mm. to go fight this for them rather than I'm going to allow it to essentially cause her pain and me pain simultaneously. I have to be the one to get the monsters away.
0: That's interesting. That That's an interesting perspective.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so after, you know, maybe some tears are shed on your end, when we're by ourselves, that's when we have our moments. Mm-hmm. That's when we reflect um, or for with a fellow brother or something like that. I remember the first time I got the news um, that Haley, that you were uh, going through miscarriage. It just so happened, by God's grace, um, my brother showed up at my job. Uh, I worked with kids and I taught them like gymnastics and stuff. And he was dropping off his kids at the facility. And I literally just got the call that, hey, like, this is happening. Mm -hmm. And I looked over to my left, the very first person I saw was my brother. And I instantly, instantly broke down in tears, and was just in immense pain and sorrow. And within two minutes, I had to wipe all of my tears, go in and do my job and suck it up. Mm -hmm. So that moment allowed me a release, but I never got full healing, because I had to go home and
2: deal with the emotions. Right, pause. Okay, so go ahead. (laughs) From my perspective, I called and you said, okay, and you hung up and then you came home and you were fine. Mm-hmm. So that for a long time, and we've talked about it since, obviously, but mm-hmm. for a long time, I was like, why didn't he ever cry? Wasn't he like, yeah. wasn't he sad? And it took a long time. Like, I didn't find out for a long time that you said Davion was there and this happened and I was able to cry. And I was like, he told me that and I started like <laughs> bawling my eyes out. Yeah. But it's that that's another topic on here of like the miscommunication of we Mm -hmm. think you're not grieving or we think you don't care because you're doing it behind the scenes like -hmm. you're talking about anyway yeah
1: yeah no and and as men like we emotions are relatively always newer to us as we go through them Um, and we honestly don't know what to do with them Mm -hmm. Um, we don't and we don't know that unless we talk it out that you guys crave us to feel emotion, mm-hmm. and we've always we've always <laughs> seen emotion. And when we show it, there's always been a backlash about it. For example, when you're on the playground, you maybe skin your knee, you fall off the monkey bars. If you're with a group of friends and you start crying, the first thing that happens is uh you're a crybaby. Yeah, like, what they are make, you doing? They make fun of you. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. like you, like I said, you grow up learning, like, oh, emotion means weakness. Okay. Yeah. Not doing it then, solid, mm-hmm. and then not realizing that. Wives in certain situations crave that out of their husbands, or at least want some type of seeming like the same ground or the same heart. Like yeah. I love this child, you should also love this child. So therefore, we cry the same time, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is that. Yeah. Okay, and so I didn't know this prior, and I and I didn't know until uh, Halo started. You guys started this podcast to where we were surrounded by. I would just hear glimpses of women like craving for their husbands to show any type of emotion, mm-hmm. but I think it's pretty like, I don't want to use the word ironic, but it's like, um, like that miscommunication of, if you guys only knew how much emotion we actually had, it might actually surprise you. Yeah. Um, because, for example, the next time you went at the, um, to get like blood work done and all these things to get checked on, my now like thought process is no longer oh like cool just just going to the doctor it's Mm -hmm. like no what is that doctor going to say that's going to make her break into tears what's going to happen if either I'm not there or even if I'm there what can I possibly say to her to make her feel better what Mm -hmm. can I possibly do or make an effort to make this any less painful and Feeling that on the inside, but saying nothing with our mouths is detriment to the communication. Yeah. Because you guys are seeing war like warrior face
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like, dude, do you not feel a thing on the inside? But on the inside of us, we're screaming for yeah. Yeah. help for you guys, for joy for you guys, for peace, for um yeah, for all those things. We we crave that for you. Mm-hmm. And usually like we we see that side of you uh before like miscarriage and then after. I know it's been really challenging like seeing those same emotions and we're stuck on the inside trying to figure out, okay, should I go left, should I go right? What would bring her the most joy? What would bring her the most peace? And for you guys it's like, Oh, just cry with me <laughs> <laughs> And we're like, wait, no, that's not an Easy. option. Easy. That's <laughs> right? not an option. <laughs> yeah. That's not an option for us. Yeah. Um well, and, then, and it's it's yeah, a go good
0: ahead. like opportunity for the enemy too, right? So like that's his sweet spot because mm-hmm. we're like right when it happens, we immediately feel alone, right? Mm-hmm. So then if we come home, you know, or whatever, we're driving home from the hospital or whatever, And I'm crying and he's just sitting there. I'm thinking I'm alone in this. Like he's not feeling the same thing, whatever. And he's thinking I need to lock this down because she is in like the worst state of her life Mm -hmm. and I need to be solid for her. And so the enemy sees that and he's like, yes, (laughs) let's go. You know, so that's where the communication is key because, you know, things like that of you can let the enemy in very quickly and very easily. Um, and it can be detrimental, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. And speaking of like how the enemy works, like I know for you, was like, oh, I'm alone. And then on my perspective, it was like you absolute weakling of a man. How could you possibly not? Like I wasn't there for the initial appointment where she found all mm-hmm. these things out. Mm-hmm. And in my mind prior to this, I've never experienced pain, grief, or sorrow on this level. So I was thinking, oh, it's just a doctor's appointment. Like, nothing's, it's fine. You just go in and check, and you're done. So I was like, there's no need for me to be there. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, I get the news, and instantly, the enemy was just like, oh, see, this is why you're not meant to be a spiritual leader. This is why you're not meant to be her husband. Like, all these attacks were coming in, Mm -hmm. and I had to figure out, okay, how do I stay strong in my eyes, what strong looks like for her mm-hmm. while simultaneously feeling completely like useless on the inside. Like, how mm-hmm. do I do that? Yeah. And again, it comes out of silence rather than talking mm-hmm. it out. Sure. And then the enemy proceeds on your end. So mm-hmm. it was just, it can be a fireball of, yeah, yeah of silence even and yeah. emotions. Absolutely. Yeah. So the next thing that's kind of like interesting is i want to hear your guys's like frustrations with husbands like where what areas are you like guys how how could this be
0: mm-hmm. oh man he's putting us on the spot here
2: yeah well the one thing that we had talked about was like we get really upset when you guys don't seem to remember things that we think are worth remembering mm. You know, like due dates Mm -hmm. and um, appointment dates or like when we found out things Mm -hmm. or when we had um, our procedures and things like that or we're watching someone who is going through the same timeline and like their kid is now starting kindergarten and we say it out loud like they're starting kindergarten. You're like, oh, that's cool. And why I actually told you was like for you to mm-hmm. be sad or remember our baby, and you say, that's cool for them, and you're excited for them. And then now we look like the crappy person who wanted to be sad about it. Yeah. And those are, yeah. I mean, for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> that sums Makes it sense. up.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let me explain, like, on our end, what it is about dates that we don't remember. So it's, it's.
2: <laughs> that's the fact yeah.
1: right there. No, no, it's <laughs> like, true. And
0: that's the that's statement. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: you're probably thinking, like, this was so significant. How can you not remember this specific day hour to the second of this emotional trauma? Mm. And that that's where you guys are like very frustrated with us, but here, here's our perspective on that. And like, yeah. So basically what happens is we don't see it as multiple different events. We all see it as one big heartache. Yeah. So, When you see, oh, my heart was broken into peace here. My heart was broken into peace here. My heart was broken into peace here. All we see as husbands is you're shattered and I need to fix it. Yeah, That's all we see. So all the dates and extra noise, like what we see is like extra like things. Mm -hmm. They don't even compute in our mind because we're worried about you finding joy and peace. And until you get there, Mm -hmm. then we can relax and start thinking about, oh, that was this day. And this was this day. Mm -hmm. But on the initial dates, it's like. It happens so fast. I, For me, honestly, I have no recollection how much time passed between mm, each thing. Yeah. No recollection, even to this day. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I only know it because you constantly say that, like, you'll say the dates, and I'm going, oh, okay, that's yeah. when that was. Mm-hmm. But from my perspective, it's like, it's just yeah. been so quick and sorrowful that it's all one moment to me. Mm-hmm, sure. So it's all been one thing. And for your example on well, this kid is the same age as what our baby would have been. And this is like why I said that. So this is actually very interesting. While I was praying, because you guys think we don't feel envy or jealousy, and that's absolutely not the case. We actually do feel that immensely. But here's the difference. You guys can talk it out or talk it out to each other. And if I were to go to one of my guy friends and say, hey, dude, I'm kind of jealous of this, this, and this. It'll just be a five-second conversation. Like, oh, dude, it's all right. You should get over it, man. Boom, like, whatever. And that'll be that. So what actually happens, how we have to grieve, especially not knowing other men who've been through this, is I have to go and sincerely, like, pray about it. And this is, like, one of those things that I had to get revelation on because – it was causing me so many issues. So the whole envy and jealousy thing and the whole timeline things. I'm very well aware when someone <laughs> is the same age as my like our baby. Yeah. I'm very well aware. Yeah. In fact, not that I would notice it quite like before you, but my mind already goes there.
0: hmm sure. Whenever
1: I see like a baby bump, I'm like, man, that hurts her. Yeah. That's gonna hurt her. Yeah. She didn't see it yet, but I see it. Mm-hmm. And I know as soon as she sees that little baby bump, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. Um But here's what I learned is (laughs) I also want a baby very bad. And the only way that I know how to reconcile is spiritually first. And this is kind of like the dialogue I felt like me and the Lord had where it was like, I don't want to bless you with something when you're envious in that same area of someone else. So unless you're encouraging and lifting someone else's up while they're in their blessings, why would I bless you in this? So in my eyes, I had to reconcile with that and say, no matter who that I see is pregnant or the same timeline as our baby or whatever, I have to encourage that person and give joy first because spiritually speaking, the dialogue that I had in my prayer time where I was sobbing and weeping sure. of like why, why not me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why this person? Yeah. Like you, we've all played that game.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: And the only way that I could personally reconcile with it is. I cannot allow myself to get bitter over someone else's blessing. Mm-hmm. And if I, as a spiritual leader, show this my wife, hey, I'm gonna be bitter against all these other people that I see as blessings,
2: mm-hmm.
1: as the leader portion in me, that's the wrong way to lead. Yeah.
2: Right? But we had to figure that part yeah. out because sure. what was happening was I would say, I found out this person was pregnant and he'd immediately say, yay. Yeah. And then I look at him like I wasn't even trying to be bitter or whatever. I'm just coming to you in like my mm-hmm. sadness mm-hmm. and you're saying yay and now I feel like I can't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. So what I have to say is, I'm feeling sad about this and he has to say, I'm sorry and that's mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. what we have to focus on. Not yeah. It's not them being pregnant, mm-hmm. it's my emotion and how I need you to support me. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about, not the fact that they're pregnant. But right. it was hard for us at first and I, I remember telling them like Every time I tell someone or tell you that someone's pregnant, I can't hear you be excited, like that excited for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need you to be like, how do you feel about that? Yeah.
1: First. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the best way to explain that um, is just, yeah, that making sure you're overly communicating through this process. Because if you under communicate at all, you're going to miss each other. Mm-hmm. And you're going to miss yes. each other in a big way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and good intentions don't mean anything if it's not both ways. Like sure. I can have 100% sure. good intentions for you, and I do, and I always will. I'm your husband. Like that's my job. I took mm-hmm. vows. I take it seriously. Like, but my good intentions can be an, an incredible downfall and pitfall if I'm not communicating this is where I'm coming from first. Sure. And I think mm-hmm. that's where we as husbands miss the mark is we forget to communicate what already took place on the inside yeah Mm -hmm. and then you guys just see the fruit of okay i didn't know that you were crying in your prayer closet i didn't know you actually were had to experience jealousy Mm -hmm. all you saw was the joy that i had for other people not realizing i had to go through 37 steps of prayer and (laughs) reconciling and wrestling with the lord to get to that point but you never saw that so how
0: And it's it's going to be a learning curve because naturally, like in my marriage, Bennett is more of like the female version <laughs> mm. and I'm more of the male version when it comes to communication. So he is all out there. He's saying everything. I'm not. And when we're you know, having a conflict, I immediately shut down. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. And he literally has to like hold my face (laughs) and say, what are you thinking? We need to get through this. And we do eventually, but with the grief process, we flip-flopped. So I wanted to talk about everything. I was saying all of these things and he said nothing. So it took us forever to figure out like, oh my goodness, we've flip-flopped our communication styles just in this certain situation. So that's why like- it's tricky. Mm-hmm. It's tricky, but like it comes down to communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it, that's what makes a good marriage and that's what got us through this whole situation was we were persistent and we just tried to figure it out communication-wise. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's just key. Yeah. So
2: we we did the resource on that um love and respect. Yeah. Book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was like really big for us. We actually went to the love and respect conference like Three months, maybe mm. two months mm-hmm. after our loss. And we weren't like fully like breaking down and like yet in communication, mm-hmm. but it was a good foundation because now, even to this day, I'll say something and he's like, What are you actually pink lensing to me right now? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. And then he, he'll say something and he's like, What did you hear just now? Because I said this, but you're telling me you heard this. And yeah. It, yeah. So that book helped us a ton during this process. Mm-hmm. Um, Because we take things like 12 layers deep. I remember the one time that I was telling you that what would have been our baby's um, nursery was like really bothering me every time I would walk by it and it was empty. And I would like get sad and then we would break down in communication and then he wasn't understanding and I eventually said that. Mm -hmm. And he's like... I would never in a million years, because my brain yeah. didn't even make that a nursery yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just the yeah. extra office room, and you're sad, so, like, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. And then we made the room prettier, put up shiplap, and did yeah. all these things, and, like, brought it to yeah. life, yeah. but we weren't talking about it. And mm-hmm. he's like, why would I ever think that you yeah. walking down the <laughs> right. hall was yeah. just going to, like, <laughs> right. yeah, bring you down,
1: Yeah.
2: you know? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you think that? Yeah. It's the room, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah
1: for sure. And then this is also some like an interesting point is as a male like you guys have those moments where like oh I walk past this room and it remind me of the baby. Like those moments for you are different from us like I said like the older kids that's when I kind of get those moments. But the emotions out of you ladies are can be so like um unexpected from our perspective and that and, and yeah. it feels like we're going not in a circle but it's like almost like a hurricane of like oh wait I didn't okay this this means something to you mm-hmm. okay like how catch me up, catch yeah, me up. yeah yeah, catch, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like where are we at like how wet? can I assist <laughs> yeah, you sure and initially I did not know how long this process would be and how long it would take yeah I just knew that hurt a lot, right? And um, even to this day, we we still there's still emotions in certain days and certain mm-hmm. moments where I'm like, okay, there's tears coming right now. Yeah. All right, yeah. um, how how can I assist you? Mm-hmm. And I want you gentlemen to know if you're ever if you're just now like going through this or you're walking through this, don't expect the grief to be. A moment and then gone because with us we usually experience a moment a hard moment and then the moments kind of trickle down yeah. so you have a really high moment of grief and pain and then you get it kind of does like this but for you guys it can be here 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 in the middle sure. and whichever day kind of just decides <laughs> to show up yeah <laughs> and I know from like on the internal side of me I'm like I don't why is it still this big? Yeah. Why is it still this big? I'm not understanding. Doesn't like time heal things. And I remember like praying about this. And the sheer amount of like I asked for like sympathy and empathy and the sheer amount of like internal pain and sorrow I felt from your guys' perspective. I never felt that before. Hmm. And it gave me a new perspective of empathy of just because I'm my own person, everyone doesn't experience emotion the same way that I do yeah. or whatever. So how can I possibly say it's okay for you to grieve X amount of days? And that's what's so hard about it for your guys' perspective, because the world says you get this amount of days. Yeah. You get five bereavement days. Good luck. Yeah. When you come back to work, don't show it. Like do your job. That's what you get paid to do. Don't cry about it. Sure. And you have to literally hold back tears because someone in the office just said, oh, my sister just had like a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And it's the same month that you had yours in. How like how do you even reconcile Mm -hmm. with that? Like Mm -hmm. on the inside of yourself of I'm constantly being reminded of one of, if not the most painful part of my past.
0: Yeah.
1: Constantly being reminded about that. And then. We can have nerve and say, "Why do? You, why isn't this better yet?" Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you, men. Like the longevity of this would teach you empathy, sympathy, patience, and grace with your partner and with yourself, because there are things that you struggle with that I struggle with, that you have to constantly give me grace for yeah. and patience yeah. for, and learning how to conquer that as a unit. Will better build your relationship. And then yeah. obviously, don't forget to talk about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We've just come up with the system of if I'm going to be sad and I know I'm going to be sad, instead of testing him to find out if he knew the dates and knew all these things, mm-hmm. I say, September's coming up. I'm going to be sad because <laughs> we found out we were pregnant. Mm-hmm. And this is the day. And if I'm mad or angry or irritable the days before, just give me a hug and I'll probably cry. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay. And then I say, okay, it's October. Mm-hmm. I had my appointment, and mm-hmm. I just give him a heads up. The month of May, he knows mm-hmm. that one now. Yep. But, month <laughs> of May. <laughs> but, but yeah. like, it's May. Yeah, These 12 things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be okay. So he can be prepared for it instead of being thrown off, and then I'm sure. angry that he wasn't aware of it. I just, that's, like, the grace I can give him is, here are the dates I want. Mm-hmm. I need you more. <laughs> like, yep. yeah,
1: yep. And that's so, like, your simplicity and open honesty about how you're feeling will benefit both of us so much. Yeah. Like the whole, I want to see if he's feeling what I'm feeling ladies. That's a trap. Cause I'm going to be honest. You're not <laughs> yeah. going to feel the same things on the same days, like yeah. not even close. Absolutely. And that's just a game that you will not win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And what's even interesting, more interesting is we will kick ourselves down for that. And, not give ourselves a space to feel like go through our emotions mm-hmm. because we got cuz there's like a guilt of wait why didn't i yeah not realizing that it's just totally different grief games sure. like totally different yeah. and that open communication that we have is like golden yeah, because where key. she's like oh this is where I'm going to be sad mm-hmm. i now can step up in my role as the protector yeah. as the as the husband and, and you're say prepared. okay and right you're and, and i'm like all right yeah. it's it's game time here yeah And it's now another moment where I'm needed rather than trying to recall everything. And you're, you're
0: in that moment together, you know, like you're not in that moment now separated because you're, you know, you're isolated in your feelings and Mm -hmm. you have no idea what's going on and Mm -hmm. you're trying to play catch up. Now you're prepared together Mm -hmm. going into the moment and can deal with it with whatever emotions come up too. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. 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 Yes. Anything else we I mean there's I mean we could talk about this for hours, okay, but yeah. is there anything else that we' that's super important?
1: No, I don't think there's anything else okay. like I said you the biggest thing for us to grow together would be that that open communication and grace and grief, like where I'm where you're sad versus where the husband might be sad mm-hmm. and the biggest thing I can give the husbands tell your wife when you've processed something and what you actually felt Mm -hmm. yeah i I would say that could be the golden ticket because you guys if if you don't ask us we're not telling Yeah, that's just Mm -hmm. that's just a fact
0: sure
1: um we don't do it on purpose and even if you tell us we we should communicate more like model that Mm -hmm. and and give it to us and kind of coach us through it because it, it's hard yeah. <laughs> it's not a reflex for us to say this is how i'm feeling today x <laughs> y and z that is not yeah. a reflex for that it's more yeah. like slow like okay i did feel that yeah oh i did feel that what was where did that come from it's a slow burn yeah yeah it is it is but yeah okay. that's it any other questions on our perspective
0: I mean, there's probably a lot that we could get into, and maybe we will later on down the road of Mm -hmm. other things that might pop up that we're thinking of, but nothing at the moment. Okay. Well, perfect. So let's maybe move into hopefuls. Sir. Cool. Dom?
1: Yeah. um, I would definitely say my hopeful would be that from this perspective as the husband, like that wives, one, you can get a, a glimpse into what your husband might've gone through or experienced emotionally. Um, and naturally of just like trying to walk through this process and why maybe you saw a lack of something that you thought was a lack of something, but actually was um, a moment of him trying to love you in the most incredible way. Sure. And then for the men, um, my hopeful for you is that you don't feel like you're going in a circle trying to be a husband, be a leader, be there emotionally, and kind of dance around in your own mental space silently, but you actually understand, like, oh, someone else has experienced these emotions, and give a voice to um, the husband as, as well. So that's my hopeful that's a good
0: one Mm -hmm. i like it (laughs) (laughs) what are you hopeful yeah uh my hopeful is that um for once in a very long time uh things at work are looking good so um which is which is great because i would like to keep my job so that's 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 important i took a a director position two years ago and we had a decent amount of recreational therapists on staff (laughs) And then they all left. <laughs>
2: so, She's talking about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with a handful of others, but yeah, it's it's been a journey and it's been a process to try and replace those people. So we've we've got some movement, which is good. So that's yeah. what I'm hopeful in.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, my hopeful is that um, Kelsey and I are actually got asked by some ladies. Actually, you guys know Lauren. Um, Lauren was on the podcast a few episodes ago, and she asked us to lead one of the Bible studies for Hope Mommies. Um, so we have a few ladies signed up. Some of them are fresh in their grief, um, which is honestly terrifying for Kelsey and I. Um, yeah. But that's why we're doing it, though, because um, people were our leaders and poured into us after our losses. So yeah. hoping that um, that Bible study will be good for for everybody involved and process the loss and honor their baby and things like that. So yeah, I'm hopeful for that, that 10 week course. Woop, woop. Yes.
1: Cool. Awesome.
0: Well, thanks Tom. Thanks no, for, thank you uh, for joining for having us. Me, ladies, it was so much ladies. fun. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> Get to stay in the basement today. It's a new feeling for you. Yeah. So we appreciate cool. it. So, yeah. uh, thanks guys. And we'll see you next time. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> <laughs>